0: M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a call. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club Club.
1: Let's get down to business. I've got my
2: Kindle here ready to rocket some words writing down my word
1: holes. Those are my eyes. That's what you call your eyes, your word holes? Yes. (laughs) That's oddly literary of you. (laughs) <laughs> I like that you're beginning. I just, I just set up uh, listeners. I just set up this room with a bunch of coasters so that we don't make noise as we have in the last eleven episodes. That, that Jack, I have effortlessly, tirelessly edited, set up a bunch of coasters so that when we put our beers down or what have you, uh, they make a lot less noise and you don't hear them in the background. And Tanner's first act as we hit record. Is to just dump a bunch of crap on the table.
2: Yeah. And it's not my fault that our mics are attached to the table, yeah. but the table is also our work surface mm-hmm. where we keep our Kindles, which have our books and our notes in them, and our iPhones, which is where our wives and mothers text us. Mm-hmm. And I need, I need both of, of thing. those things right in front of me.
1: Shit! I need my iPhone. Where's my iPhone?
2: You're probably missing texts from your wife and or mother right now.
1: My wife and I don't really text. Wow. Sounds like a loveless marriage. but <laughs> It's a marriage full of full of love and warmth. <laughs>
2: it's very convincing, Jack.
1: I was just speaking this week to my wife about how you always mention your wife on the podcast. Yeah. And I never mention my wife. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I noticed that.
2: You know why? Well, it's why? It's because
1: you want to keep our young female listeners...
2: <laughs> Uh, like on the hook. On the hook, yeah. yeah. Oops. The book I had open instead of the book we read this week was a book about a planet full of super intelligent giant spiders <laughs> going to war with the uh, the last remnants of the human race, which is not a canonical babysitter's book. It's called Goodbye, Stacy. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we fired her into space to fight giant space spiders. <laughs> God I
1: fucking hope God so. God bless
2: you Stacy. Good luck on your mission.
1: I fucking hope so. Um can I talk to you I think we've well, we've started this episode, haven't we? Are you recording? Oh yeah, I've been recording. Okay. Um well I got a few things I want to talk about, but I feel like we should introduce ourselves. Yeah. I was thinking this week uh maybe you take a run at it. You want me to do the whole intro? Just do the just get us going, man. Don't
2: See now I'm going to have to edit that out. No, keep that in. Okay. Welcome nope. to the baby. No, nope. what's wrong with that? That's not how we start. Just came into. Oh, 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 oh! I remember. Hi, 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 and welcome to the Babysitters Club. Club. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it, man? A podcast, yeah. In which I, Tanner Greenring, and I, Jack Shepard, read Ann M. Martin's classic literature literary <laughs> series. <laughs> The babysitters club. Uh-huh. Read a new book each week and discuss, you know, the moments that made us cry, the moments that made us laugh, mm-hmm. the moments that made us fall in love all over again. Mm-hmm. To give you a little background into why we do this. Good, good. Growing up, I read a lot of uh, books for, for kids, serial mm-hmm. books for kids, your goose bump your goose's bump, mm-hmm, your box car's children. Mm-hmm. So, just kind of keeping in that grand tradition, mm-hmm. I've decided to kind of burn through these as well now that I have time now that I'm an adult man with disposable income. Mm-hmm. Just kind of going back and revisiting some of the classics. uh Jack, on the other hand, jack why why are you revisiting these books? Well, I'll tell
1: you, I am an artiste, uh-huh, and my art uh-huh. involves sitting on babies. Oh. That sounds uh, avant-garde. It's avant-garde. It's a little dangerous. Can
2: I see your work at
1: Dia Beacon? You can see my work at the newly opened Stony Brook Art Center for conceptual... Fucking... They open a new art center in Stony Brook. Uh Uh-huh. I'm familiar. I read the book. And first of all, it is filled with... Sculptures by twelve year olds. Yeah, children's shitty art. Guys, we're opening a new art center, and what we want to feature is Mrs. Daggett's eighth grade classes terrible fucking ceramics. One of them was a cow wearing boxing gloves. Well, that sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, that does awesome. And every single fucking person in Stony Brook shows up. Every family is there, there's lines out the door. You were
2: really jumping ahead. Let me take the time uh huh to explain what this book is about. Okay. There's an evil presence in Stony Brook, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. a succubus but instead of seducing young men with sexual desire she's seducing young artists with their own hubris is she the embodiment of a spirit within a human-sized living doll (laughs) hard to say all i know is that this ashley is a dark presence and she's here to tear the babysitter's club apart starting with claudia wow (laughs) claudia
1: and the new girl fuck man that was good that was right off the top of your head yeah Well, and now I'm fucking terrified, because it sounds like I'm going to have to do... Jack, I'm going to pop
2: 60 seconds on the old clock here, and you're going to have to get through the entire plot of this book in 60 seconds.
1: Ready, set, go. There's a new girl in Stony Brook. Her name is Ashley Wyeth. Wyeth being the name of a famous painter. Andrew Wyeth. Something that Claudia notices. Claudia notices that this girl has this exotic painter's name. Is he a photographer or a painter? He's a painter. Okay. Well. Twenty seconds. you gotta give me time you gotta nope. give me time I'm doing what you you do to do week. I'm doing what you do to me every week. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia and the new girl. There's a new girl in town. Claudia meets her, she finds her exotic. The girl is an seconds. artist. The girl says, Hey Claudia, you're amazing at art. You have incredible talent. Claudia starts getting interested in this new girl and what she's about, to the exclusion of the babysitters club. Seconds. She stops hanging out with all the babysitters, starts hanging out with a new girl. She wants to enter into this art show. And the new girl is really encouraging her. She's becoming a mentor. Ten but left. unfortunately, it severs her relationships with all of her friends. And there is a massive denouement where they have to have a big fucking fight. And That's it. You're out of time decide
2: nope that's it you can't keep going did I that's always the let entire you? Fi- you nope finish. that's okay. it that's where the story ended for you see how easy that is no resolution no third act <laughs> that's all that happened in that book according to jack <laughs>
1: that's not fair because you interrupted me and you did not you give me time to interrupt me. i am
2: so generous fine you have five more seconds ready set go one the two, babysitters two, and claudia three, eventually make four, it up five
1: okay <laughs> but it's a weird man Claudia is supposedly best friends with these girls. This new girl, Ashley Wyatt, this fucking weirdo, let's be frank. Really weird. Really weird girl. Yeah. And everybody thinks so. Nobody talks to her at school except Claudia. This new girl shows up. Within two days, Claudia has given up the entire babysitter's club. Like, she's not going to meetings anymore. She misses, like, she's not six meetings out. in a row. She gives up pretty much everything except hanging out with this girl, Ashley, yeah. and talking about sculpture. <sighs> and they, like, wander around the city, like,
2: people gazing. Uh, look at him when he make a great subject for a sculpture. Oh, yes, but he's he's too animate. We need to find something more inanimate and animate it.
1: They say such cool stuff. Ashley says really fucking cool stuff. Did
2: you see that movie <laughs> Boy Takes Drum Lessons from Mean Man? Yep.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know yep. what you're talking about.
2: This reminded me of that so much the whole time. I can't remember what it's called.
1: It's called Boy Takes Don't look it up.
2: That's it. It's called Boy Takes listeners, Drum Lessons from Listeners.
1: It's a smash hit. Critically maybe. acclaimed. 2014, film Called Boy Takes Drum Lessons from me for mean man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: Uh, well it's a very good movie and I suggest you check it out. Um I can't quite remember what it's called right now. Yep. This reminded me so much of that because Ashley came in like this mean man and was like, No, you need to study your art. Yeah. Sacrifice all your other obligations sacrifice all your other friendships and dedicate yourself to painting and sculpting and claudia like goes for it at first she's like yeah okay i'm gonna shit i'm gonna give up everything i know and love so that i can sculpt busts of my like babies
1: that i sit not even that just like weird like abstract sculptures because ashley is pushing her ashley went to keys Oh, yeah. She went to Keys. Ashley went to Keys. Ever heard is, of it? Yeah. Probably. Yes. It's one of the most prestigious art academies for 13 year olds on in the East Coast. Chicago. In Chicago. Ever hear of
2: it? Yeah. <laughs> it's only one of the largest cities in North America.
1: And it's actually way fucking cooler than Stacey being from New York. Ashley went to Keys, which is this incredibly prestigious art school for t- young teens. So she knows what she's fucking talking about, Uh and you're not exaggerating that she's this sort of like intense, weird mentor for Claudia. Sculpt
2: until you bleed. I want to see those fingers bleed.
1: I wrote down a bunch of Ashley quotes because I actually kind of like the way she talks. (laughs) Um, She talks like me and Janine. Claudia is babysitting for the Radowskis. Yeah. Ashley shows up. I love the Radowskis. And she goes new favorite fam. Ashley shows up. Claudia's like, hey, what's going on? That's weird that you came over to my babysitting gig. And Ashley just launches in. She's like. I just don't understand why you waste all your time on. She held her hand toward the Radowskis, who were gearing up for a game. All this. I paused. All what? I finally said, somewhat testily. This uselessness. They're children, <laughs> I replied quietly. <laughs> They're important. You psychopath. To me. Ugh, you sound so sentimental. Ashley scoffed, looking at the ground. <laughs>
2: What a fucking
1: monster! Yeah, she
2: doesn't understand <laughs> human emotions because
1: yeah. she's a evil
2: spirit embodying the living tissue of a life size living doll. Uh, okay, <laughs> I
0: I was she's a demon. An, I was half paying attention to you,
1: yeah, and was just kind of nodding along. Yeah, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I now think, having processed what you said, that that's going to require some corroboration. Yeah, she. Well, is... so
2: this is tricky because. <laughs> B-theory is a popular theory on our show. Very popular. And uh, we know that Stony Brook is a place of corrupt magics and black arts. And one thing that we've discussed a few times in person, but has rarely made it onto the show except in little glimpses. But there's a pretty complex theory that the lives of everyone in Stony Brook, especially these young women, are being controlled by demonic presences that live within dolls in their homes. Yeah. There's a lot of mentions of dolls. The dolls are pretty creepy. A lot of them have several names. They are the focal points of a lot of
1: novels. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Claudia has a doll. Yeah. And it's a it childhood toy that sits she... Sits in
1: the back of babysitting club meetings and just and watches. just presides them. over the meetings. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It came up in, in Logan Likes Marianne because when Logan came over, mm-hmm. they scrambled to hide this doll from the presence of an equally powerful demigod.
1: <laughs> and we all know that you can't hide shit from Logan, man, no?
2: Uh, And then, of course, Gabby and Mariah have a doll that they share who Gabby calls... Eunice Constance can I bring up some of and the suddenly dolls that suddenly yeah go ahead yeah, that yeah. come
1: up in this book D- yeah go ahead Mrs. Xerox the bear and Mrs. Refrigerator the baby doll
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's probably the seven deadly sins I bet if we looked into this like uh, yeah Mrs. Refrigerator is gluttony
1: oh shit dude
2: yeah and Mrs. Xerox is copying copy shit dude that's
1: well done, man. Let's keep a, let's keep an eye on this. Yeah, this might have legs. We'll post up on our brand new website. Oh yeah, we'll post up on babysittersclubclub.com. It'll be called discover. the um,
2: the the Seven Deadly Demons Watch. That's
1: good. Doll theory colon yeah haunted doll theory colon. colon demon watch demon watch yeah just google it yeah
2: (laughs) we'll start at twitter so anyway that's two of seven right there yeah um and now we've got another doll who is this living doll who wears odd long dresses like some kind of is
0: the way that she's porcelain
2: beauty from the 1930s yeah
1: the way that she is dressed is like you would imagine one of those like american girl dolls to be dressed like one of those like whatever you buy a bunch of fucking outfits for them that like no human would actually wear she wears like flapper dresses she wears like crazy long dresses that like come down to her ankles but she's wearing like boots and at some point Claudia points out that she's wearing six earrings like Claudia can't fucking get over it yeah She's like, she has six earrings. I can't emphasize enough how fucking weird Ashley is, and intense and kind of awful. Class said, Mrs. Hall, this is Ashley Wyeth. She's just moved to Stony Brook and will be joining us for English. I hope you'll make her feel at home. Mrs. Hall directed Ashley to the one empty desk in the room, which happened to be right next to me. My heart leapt. I glanced once more at Ashley's retreating figure. I knew that somebody very different had walked into my life. I'm not making any points or claims. I'm just reading the text here.
2: Yeah. You're reading in a way, though. You're reading it in this voice. Yeah. You're using a
1: voice. What's the voice? It's my reading voice.
2: Do you read everything as though you're like a young man being seduced by... <laughs>
1: yeah, it sounds like I'm reading like a letter to Penthouse. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I never thought it happened to me, but a living doll succubus demon entered my
1: art class. Ashley represents the other in this book.
2: There's always another.
1: There's always another. And I think that as insufferable as Ashley is... And don't
2: get me wrong, she's the worst. She's she's, she's so pants. weird. She At first, she seems like she's going to be normal. Like, Claudia's like, oh, she dresses so unique and cool, and she's super into
1: art. She's only interested in Claudia because she sees that Claudia has artistic talent. And the thing, though, that I found somewhat disturbing is that these girls, the Babysitter's Club, they see Ashley as other. Yeah. And immediately work to completely cut her out of their world. She's just different. Jesus. Well, like, oh, she's
2: a demonic presence. Maybe the girls are just finely tuned to the perversions against nature.
1: She does seem to be siphoning off a lot of Claudia's energy. Yeah, it felt kind of vampiric to me. Like Claudia can't focus on anything else. She and- she
2: doesn't. She stops going to meetings. She falls behind in her schoolwork. She follows Ashley around to art museums and just downtown to just just people watch. You know, we're just yeah. gonna go people watch. Yeah, they find inspiration for their sculptures, although. Right. Claudia never quite finds anything she's into until she dumps Ashley yeah. and finds inspiration in young Jackie Radowski, the accident-prone yeah. Jackie Radowski, who she then begins sculpting.
1: Yeah, I liked this. I liked this dialectic. Like, the dialectic of this book is utterly fascinating. There is the thesis, which is that only art is truth. Mm-hmm. There's the antithesis, which is that babysitting is truth.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then there's the synthesis, which is that babysitting is art.
2: That's good.
1: And it was, it was kind of an amazing thing to walk through. It starts off with this new girl saying, hey, Claudia, like, you have to give up babysitting for your art. And then Claudia kind of pushes back, and she's like, "Babysitting is where I find my truth. It's where I find my like who I am." And so they set up this fucking terrible opposition, which is like, "What's your avocation, Claudia? Like yeah. who are you? Are you, are you a babysitter? Are you babysitter, are you babysitter? or are you artist? Or are you an artist? You can't fucking be both, right? right. There's no way. Like, <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I
2: couldn't. <laughs> yeah,
1: like you're an artist who's a babysitter. I could never give up. Like, think about babysitting imagine, for my art. Let's do a little. Let's do a little role play. we a. Uh, oh movie. man,
2: I am. Ready.
1: We'll be at a meetup.
2: Okay. What kind of meetup? Like a paint a picture.
1: Professionals. Professionals. Okay. Meetup. So we're at like Anonia.
2: a like a drinks thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're and We all like Ask, me, ask me what I do.
1: Ask me what I do okay. for okay. a living. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. How's, how's it going? going? Yeah. Oh. What's your name?
2: I'm, uh, my name is my name is Rich- Mr. Mr. Richardson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Dave Davison.
2: Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. That, that's an interesting name. Yeah. Did your parents? Your parents thought like, "Oh, our last name
1: is <laughs> and We'll name our son Dave, David." I assume. Um, yeah. No. That's that's how. What, what's your first name?
2: Rich. <laughs> oh, Weirdly. Really? Yeah. 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 Rich. You
1: didn't lead with that. Um, what do you do for a living, man?
2: I'm uh, I'm the um, CAO. Oh yeah. At a local company. Uh, no kidding. Kind of a small a small startup. Yeah. Kind of yeah this. Yeah, conglomerate of uh, young professional businesswoman. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh.
2: <laughs> and the I'm the
0: CAO. What are you seriously the chief alternate officer?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's really, it's really rewarding, you know.
1: That must be very, work life
2: balance is super great. Yeah, but
1: what kind of training do you have to do for something like that? Because you got to be, correct me if I'm wrong here, you got to know how to be president.
2: Yep. Vice vice president. president. Yep. Treasurer. You
1: got to be treasurer. You got to be secretary.
2: Secretary. I know it all, man. I'm a jack of all trades.
1: So hang on. Walk me through this. Yeah. All right. We're having a meeting of your conglomerate. Yeah. The uh, board meeting, the, a board meeting, the board and the meeting. vice president's not there because she like she had to like go to the mall with a new girl yeah. to look at like art.
2: Listen, in this business, that's totally common. But, but
1: what are you going to do? Are you going to come in and like fulfill the duties of the vice president?
2: Not a problem, man. Not a problem. Wow. I can do that. I can do that for you.
1: Well, listen. Let me tell you something, Dave, Rich. Yeah.
2: What do you do for a living?
1: I'm a babysitter slash artist. Okay. So
2: you're. What, like between things?
1: No, that's what I do. I combine the two arts of babysitting. Dave, how do you find the and time? sculpture.
2: <laughs> that sounds difficult <laughs> to manage. The how do way, you find the time? The way I fucking see it is you can do both things. Huh. <laughs> okay, man. I don't know. You're like a chief alternate officer, except the things you were an alternate for are both babysitting and
1: And art? Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh Uh-huh. The way to combine babysitting and art to create a synthesis between these two diametrically opposed ideals, Uh Mr.
2: Richardson... I can't wait for you to tell me.
1: ...is you make a sculpture of one of the kids you're babysitting. That's what you enter into the fucking sculpture competition. Oh, my God.
2: That is so brilliant. Yeah. Listen... In addition to Chief Alternate Officer, yeah. I am also a talent scout <laughs> for a local book publishing agency, uh-huh. and we would like you to write the next book titled Lean In by Marissa Myers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you say her name was again? Done and done. Marissa Myers. So you see what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I guess... She brings it
1: together. It's fucking beautiful. These two things are opposed. I'm not sure we the needed book. the role play, but I do. I, I get it. I'm not sure we needed the role play. <laughs> and I will say of the role play, why didn't we do our like men voices for it?
2: <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I kind of when I, you and I
1: even though we're both two grown men. Yeah. When we role play as grown men, we do these we voices do like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm um, I'm a grown man." I've kind of called we just
2: we like almost softer versions of our own <laughs> yeah. voice. Yeah.
1: Maybe this is too close to home, man. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I got a question for you. Yeah. What was your the week? No. Oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, did was... you have one this week? I hope you did, because this book was an embarrassment of riches <laughs>
1: yeah. when it came to Burns of the Week. I wrote down three. I'm obviously only going to go with one for the
2: nonce. Yeah. Um, I only captured one, so I hope it's not the one I captured.
1: Your Burn of the Week to me better than mine. But my Burn of the Week is going to put a little bow on this tail. Where it's like all of our listeners are wondering, what goes on with Ashley and Claudia? How do they end things? This is how they end things. Claudia calls up Ashley. She says, I really like you, Ashley, but I can't spend all my time with you working on sculptures, even though you are the most talented person I know. Do you see what I mean? Yes, replied Ashley after a pause. I do. And then she hung up on me. (laughs) It's (laughs) efficient. It's subtle. It's subtle. Yeah. It's not a burn in that it's like a clever witticism or a turn of phrase or like she fucking figured out a way to get her where it hurts. Yeah. But she's like, yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. Slam down the fucking phone. Yeah. And they're, later, still, they're like still not really friends after that. If you have to choose fucking babysitting over having Ashley as your goddamn mentor, then I'm not interested, ma'am. Yeah. Friendship over friendship is over and that's it that's the fucking end of their friendship she later refers to her as like a sometimes friend yeah that's
2: a, that's a weird that's like the outro it's like yeah. and sometimes you have sometimes friends and that needs to be okay
1: I think that Anne was like uh whoops I just wrote this whole book where we essentially just ostracized a new girl and we had this like in group out group dynamic where <laughs> we eventually got rid of the new girl and she's not friends with anyone anymore right and like reaffirmed this weird social order of the baby. it's like club. Shannon Kilbo Born, See except, you later, weirdo. Yeah. Ashley's weird. She wears weird clothes. She likes art. She can't be friends with us.
2: At the end, it was like, oh, and sometimes Ashley eats lunch with us, but more often than not, she just eats alone. Yeah. And that's okay. Ugh. It's like, what? That's not okay. That poor girl, man. Invite her over. Uh, the girls, mm-hmm. the the club, mm-hmm. the babysitter's club, Yep. continue to have meetings mm-hmm. at Claudia's house every yep. week, despite the fact that Claudia... Just stop showing up. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And because they're angry with her, they continually raid her many, many snack caches throughout her room. And in the place of her snacks, they leave lots of little notes, kind of subtle digs that mm. get less and less subtle over time. Right. And eventually the girls and Claudia make up. But there's still all of these notes that remain to be found. Yeah. So even after she has made good with the club and mm-hmm. is on friendly terms with everyone again, she keeps finding all these notes. And this one comes after. So she's she's got a fairly good sense of humor about this note. Yeah. But it comes after she's already made up with her friends. Um, she she goes to write a note to Mrs. Hall, her art teacher. Yeah. To explain why she'll be having a hard time submitting anything to the art festival. Yeah. And. Rolled around her pencil is a note from Christy that just says, Famous Jerks. (laughs) Benedict Arnold, the Wicked Witch of the West,
1: Claudia Kishi. (laughs) That's pretty good. I thought that was good. Yeah. (laughs) I like the image that it conjures up where it's like, Christy's just hanging out in Claudia's room waiting for the other girls to show up. And so she's like, oh, maybe I'll just make a list of famous jerks. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Here's one that Don says And the context for Don saying it is weird too Where Claudia's like like, Don didn't write it down Claudia's just like After we made up Don told me that she made up this song While she was walking to school one day
0: Oh yeah Traitor, traitor, Claudia, we hate her Trader, trader,
1: so long, see you later. Goodbye, Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? The rhyme falls
2: apart at the end. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's uh, it's weird because a lot of this is coming out in the, the logbook. Well, I love
1: this. I love that they use this logbook.
2: It just becomes like a, a means for exchanging blows with Claudia. Yeah. Like they're just writing about their experiences and using it to like put the screws and she in missed, on Claudia. She missed a total of like
1: four meetings.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a lot, man. She's the vice president. Imagine if yeah, you were the vice president. The fucking... Sorry, let's role play.
1: Okay, who am I?
2: Yeah. Uh, whoever you want to be. I'm. I am Rich
1: Richardson. Okay. The you're always Rich Richardson. Man. C
2: C. Okay, I am.
1: No, you can be Rich. Richardson. No, I'm going
2: to be someone else because Rich Richardson, CEO. I'm going to be. What's your What's your
1: character's name? Rich Richardson. You're Rich Richardson. No, hang on. I don't even know what I'm doing. You're I'm... the vice
2: president of my company, and I am the CEO.
1: Okay. Um. Mark. Markson.
2: Okay. My name is. Goliath Hardbody. Okay, and I am the CEO of this company. That C A O, CEO. Okay, Chief Executive
1: Officer, Big Boss. I'm the VP. VP. Okay, hang on, hang on. Okay. Oh.
2: hey, Rich. Can I see my officer a second?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, I, we've been working together five years. My name is Mark. Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah, Mark Markson. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Vice President of your company. I guess I, I forgot
2: founder. because you haven't showed up to the last four board meetings. And I really, really need you right there in my right hand for those. Uh they're pretty important. Those are our stakeholders. Yeah. Uh they give a lot of money to this company, mm-hmm. Goliath Industries. Right. And you've just you've missed the last four board meetings. And last time you just sent a young girl <laughs> and said she's gonna act as vice president instead. Yeah, she's a CAO. I love her. I yeah. think I think Dawn is great. Mm-hmm. she's she brings a lot of energy to this company yeah. but
1: she has flaxen hair. When I get it's up it's like
2: silk. When I get up in front of that board of old stodgy men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her glowing presence does not inspire. Yeah. And I really need my vice president there. Can I ask can I ask uh why you've missed the last 4 very important board meetings? Y- yeah. Keep in mind it's essentially your only job. The reason you collect your exorbitant salary. No, I it's yeah. just to show up at these board meetings.
1: I understand. Uh well, listen, do you know the uh, the new guy at the office? Yeah. Seems like a real real weirdo. Okay. That's normative. I don't know why I hired him. Well, the new guy at the office uh, says that I need to follow my passion, and so we've been out uh, looking at fire hydrants uh, to see if I can make a sculpture. Okay. Mark? Uh, yeah. I'm going to
2: need you to go back to your desk. <laughs> I'm going to need you to pack up your things. I'm going to need you to, to vacate the premises by end of day <laughs> you know what it's been great working with you but this is just this is unacceptable uh, you're fired I'm sorry Mark you're fired
1: was that you that left the note in my desk that said traitor traitor uh, I was the Mark, one who the hater
2: left a note in your desk that said if my life was a box of bread Mark Markson would be the crumb
1: yeah I didn't <laughs> get that
2: no I didn't I was pretty high yeah <laughs> I was pretty high when I wrote that one I'll
0: admit <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, dilly-dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, Visit BetterHelp.com/slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. dot com slash Bedfellows. I wrote that down too,
2: man. <laughs> I didn't. I don't
1: if, know if that's an exact. No, quote. if my if my life were a bread box, Claudia would be the crumb. Yeah. <laughs> what does that
2: mean? I don't it's know. Like and it's so bomb? weird. It's so weird the way she delivers it too, because it's Stacey Stacy, who writes that, and um, Claudia, Stacy's best friend, calls her and says, oh, "I'm so sorry. I've been such a such a pill, lately. And Stacy is like, "Hey, you know what, Claudia? It's fine. I'll tell you what, reach under your pillow." Oh, yeah. And Claudia's like, okay. And she reaches under. She's like, you're going to find a note. <laughs> Read it. Ignore it. And throw it away. <laughs> and fuck? Claudia, like, like unwraps <laughs> this note. And it says, like, if my life was a bread box, Claudia would
1: be the crumb. <laughs> I think that this is, like, one of the things I wanted to talk about with this book that was particularly fascinating is this search that Claudia has to find meaning in her life. And there are all sorts of pieces of evidence that Anna Martin strews around the book and this series that Claudia has this deep emptiness. Uh-huh. Like, have you noticed that the book that she keeps in her room is hollow? It's not. I mean, it is.
2: The book is hollow, but it's full of sweets. Yeah. That Claudia has a hollow book. Full of sweets. Like, a
1: book is where people normally go to find intellectual sustenance. And what does Claudia find inside it? Snacks. Snacks. Specifically Bazooka Joe Bubblegum. Yeah, specifically Bubblegum. She can't find her truth. Um, here's another moment. Th- this is a super fucking weird. They leave all these notes for Claudia in her room, Yeah. right? Yep. With, like, stupid rhymes on them and shit. As discussed. As discussed. But Christy has this idea to hide a blank piece of paper under Lenny. Oh, yeah, it's weird. Rag doll. ragdoll. Yeah. And Stacey's like, why would you do that? And Christy's like, to drive her crazy. She'll wonder what was on it yeah did we
2: erase it is it invisible ink
1: yeah what kind of weird like and it's the same thing as this hollow book right it's like a place where you would expect oh it's like oh there's a note and there's nothing written on it yeah (laughs) i've received
2: a lot of cryptic notes over the last few weeks but
1: this takes the cake right so language is this huge fucking problem for claudia like she can't spell she can't understand meanings of words she has a literal hollow book in her room Man, and people it's... leave her notes without any writing on it. Claudia looks at the world, and she can't derive meaning from it. Right. Which is like, no fucking wonder that this new girl walks into her life and is like, you know where truth is? Truth is in art. Truth, you're not going to find truth in your fucking hollow book. You're going to find truth inside yourself, inside your artistic instincts. Don't paint one of your babysitting charges. Like, that's so bold. Ashley paints a fire hydrant. And it wins. It wins the contest because right. she sees she sees it and she sees nobility. Yeah. She sees it standing there with its stocky little arms. Right. Just it against the world. It's its strength and its power. It's Claudia has a brief moment grace.
2: on one of their, their journeys into the world. Yeah. What do they call it? Into the field. Into the field. Yeah where she sees a traffic light and she oh, yeah. is, is grasping at straws frankly at yeah. that point because she is intellectually far inferior to ashley yeah dramatically and she says to ashley oh that um that uh, tra- uh that traffic light um it it has uh, so much power yeah
1: and ashley's like oh huh what
2: well, what do you mean she's like well has the power to stop anyone and to prevent accidents and and to really control people's lives. And yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. It seems
1: like you may have found the yeah, subject the for your leg. for your
2: art. Yeah.
1: But Claudia refuses. No, she's like, no, I'm going to fucking sculpt this little kid. This obnoxious
2: little kid who can't help himself but to destroy everything around him. Yeah, Jackie.
1: Yeah, Jackie Radowski. He's
2: the coolest. He's got such a fucking good sense of humor about I like that kid. Nobody just, wants to baby. He's setup. so carefree. Yeah. He's constantly getting into trouble. Yeah. But just doesn't give a shit.
1: Like, some of the shit that he does that's awesome is, like, he can't go over to his piano teacher's house anymore because he broke her doorbell. Yeah. Somehow. It used to play <laughs> um, Somewhere Over the
2: Rainbow, and now it just goes...
1: <laughs> bing boy bonk. It used to play Somewhere <laughs> Over the Rainbow, and now it just goes bing boy bonk. And then, in a fucking lovely touch by Miss Martin, Ashley rings on the Radowski's doorbell. And Claudia notices that that doorbell also goes bing, bong, bong. <laughs> and, and she's, she's like, like, Jackie, yeah. did
2: you break your doorbell too? And he's like, mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Did I do that?
1: <laughs> I like that kid. I love I love Jackie. I, I have a couple things.
2: Oh, they call Christy. When yeah. Ashley first comes into their world, I, I Googled this to see if there's any significance in the name Ashford. Okay. But Ashley introduces herself to the babysitters and right. is icy and weird. And then later... Christy is talking to Claudia and she's like, oh, were you too busy hanging out with your friend? I don't know. What's her name? Ashford? Yeah. And it's like, first of all. Yeah. Why would you? You know her name's not Ashford. No one's named Ashford. Her name is Ashley.
1: Yeah. Probably. I would say something like 50 to 60 percent of people from Connecticut are named Ashley, both men and women.
2: Yeah. My jack sensors kicked in.
1: Yeah. And I was like, Ashford. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That has some significance. Yeah. It doesn't. There's nothing. (laughs) As far as I can tell.
1: Maybe it's a place.
2: It might be a place. It's the name of a character in the Resident Evil games. Okay. But those came out way after.
1: I mean, Ash is an old English letter.
2: Ashford is a place in North Devon. Okay. In the UK. Is that
1: significant? I got nothing.
2: Have you ever been there?
1: Oh, speaking of Ash, this is something that I noticed in setting up our website today. I need you to pay attention to me.
2: It's, it comes from the old English Ash Tree
1: Place. I looked up the Babysitter's Club books today, and I know we're not supposed to read future titles because it could be spoilery. <laughs> yeah. I looked I looked it up this weekend. The Hanging at the Ashford Trees. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a future one that's called The Hanging at the Ashford Trees. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. That sounds like a Dawn book. Probably.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a Dawn book.
1: <laughs> it certainly doesn't sound like a Claudia book, because Claudia books are...
2: God, can we just talk about this for a second?
1: Yeah. Claudia, Claudia books, books are suck. so
0: boring. Claudia books, Baby Nation,
1: Baby Nation. I'm gonna be real with you right now. We're doing our fucking best here, man. We're doing nothing, our best with this book.
2: Nothing happens. Nothing in Claudia Claudia happens.
1: Books. Claudia is she's fucking illiterate, and it's it's really
2: like it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's actually really hard to <laughs> connect with her as a character because
1: yeah. she is so stupid. She's so fucking dumb. Like she meets this new girl, and she's like, oh. I guess the question is, do I desert my entire group of friends to try to be friends with this girl or not? Like, that's the binary. Right. It's crazy because her sister has, like, like an IQ that's higher than Stephen Hawking. Right. Like, Janine would look at that, and Janine, Claudia's sister, would be like,
2: I don't have any friends. All I love is my computer. (laughs) Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep.
1: (laughs) Well, that is what she would be like. But... All right, let's say not Janine. Let's say someone in between Claudia and Janine. Marianne. Somebody with Marianne. This
2: happened to Marianne. Marianne. Yeah, this happened to
1: Marianne. This is the plot of Marianne Saves the Day, except she meets Dawn, and she's like, oh, I've got a new friend. Like, maybe the new friend will like some of my current friends. (laughs) I'll invite her
2: into the, the friend group.
1: Yeah, and it's good, and it's fine. Claudia's just, like, totally implodes. She's like, well, I guess that's the end of that. I guess now I just need to follow my fucking art. Right.
2: Uh, anyway, the Claudia books are the worst. Claudia and
1: books are the fucking worst. I've
2: I've now grown to dread them. Yeah. Every other babysitter, yeah. their uh, books are just I love it. totally engaging, except for maybe Stacey.
1: Well, no, hope, Stacey's I fine. I hope we don't have to deal Stacey with Stacey as for most, Stacey so much longer. Quay babysitter yeah. is not necessarily super interesting. Like, she doesn't have a lot to offer in most of these books, but when you get a Stacey POV, when you get a Stacey book, it's pretty interesting.
2: No, like, she's got one concern, man, and it's her diabetes. Yeah. Which is, like, a real disease. No, it's her diabetes, and something and we have to keep.
1: she's from New York. Yeah.
2: Well, tell you what, Stacey, beat cheeks. Yeah. You know? Head back to New York. Yeah. Next book. No one wants you. No, no it's called. next book.
0: Here's what I... This is fucking, controversial, this baby,
2: is, baby nation.
1: B- b- baby nation. It's... it's Wait, oh, I'm saying it like Logan. <laughs> I think I
0: started it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to talk about Logan so bad, man. We got we got, got like a tantalizing a little taste. This is what's fucking crazy, man. Marianne got a, crazy, Marianne a, got a fucking a
1: boyfriend. Marianne got a boyfriend two books ago, and we haven't heard
0: shit about him.
1: Like, how is Marianne having a real, genuine, steady boyfriend? Not a bigger deal than there's a new girl at school. Yeah. Well, and he he comes up very briefly. Yeah, because they're all. What are they sad about? They they have a, a meeting early on where they all cry. Oh, they they cry because Claudia's yeah, seems to be cla- out of their Claudia skipped a meeting. Right? Did, um, do you think that like Rich Richardson and Dave Davison and Mark Markson, and like when the the board, Goliath Hardbody and Goliath Hardbody, <laughs> like when that board meeting happened. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we'll just we'll wait a, another 10 minutes to see if uh, Mark shows up." And then when he doesn't, they're just
2: like, oh. just like <laughs> <laughs> one of them breaks down and the other one starts. And they're like, "No, Goliath, <laughs> don't think about Mark." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. "Think about your husband at home, Logan." <laughs> and Goliath is like, "I'm trying. It's just so hard."
1: Uh, "It's so difficult. Let's write notes for him." <laughs> <laughs> mean ones. <laughs> Um, listen, I looked ahead. No, you're such. A, th- I had such a great segue because we were talking about fire. I know, but then I always feel like, your segues. I love we're you. About always, hash. We're you're always
2: about- you're always so deliberate and calculating with your segues. And there's nothing, nothing I love more than just dropping in like an. I'm A-bomb, just going right I'm gonna, gonna cut out the whole. I, so here, no, you're not because that do. was good stuff.
1: Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut out from. Now yeah. back to where you said you were talking about Ash. Yeah. And now I'm gonna say my segue, which is that speaking of Ash <laughs> No, you're gonna cut
2: all that good stuff out? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I wanna get I wanna get back to that particular segue. It was fucking perfect. All right, do me a favor. Um, what's your favorite old English letter? My favorite old English letter is the um that's that doesn't share that doesn't share a character with English regular English with modern English. Yeah.
2: No, I've got one in mind. Okay. It's the ash. Letter. Oh, the
1: ash. It's Speaking the- of ash, I was looking at the Babysitter's Club books recently while I was trying to set up our website and I noticed that the final book, the final book of 135 books is called the fire at Marianne's house.
2: That's not true. It's yes. called good. It's called like graduation goodbyes. No, or something. it's
1: called the fire at Marianne's house. <laughs> that can't be true. It's fucking true, man. Don't look it up. I looked it up. I'm, I'm telling cool. you. I'm telling you. Does does that not terrify you? I don't. I don't believe you. Holy shit, listeners!
2: The last book published May of 1999, book 131, is titled. The fire at Mary Ann's house.
1: Doesn't that
0: fucking terrify you?
1: Do these girls burn? <laughs> Is that what we're leading up to, man? Do these fucking girls burn? I love these girls. Like, cl- with the exception of maybe Claudia at the moment. But, like, I even Claudia. I don't want Claudia to burn, man. Is that how this ends?
2: Maybe. Bear with me here. Okay. Maybe they burn. Yeah. But maybe when they reach hell. Ugh. Yeah. Satan... Uh-huh. Looks upon them in their singed, scorched flesh, and uh-huh. says,
1: "Your time on Earth is not done. I will send you back as my warriors." That's fucking awesome. Do you think that's what the super specials are? I think so. Yeah,
2: I think so. It's also the plot to spawn. Oh, the okay. comic book Spawn. Okay, all right. So maybe there's some rights issues there, but <laughs> I don't know who got to the idea
1: first, Anna Martin or whoever wrote Spawn. There's so much stuff in here. Did you have a tearful moment this week?
2: Um, you know what? I didn't. I didn't capture one.
1: Yeah. This Did is, you? I, I mean, I wrote one down just because I do my homework, and we have a segment where we talk about the one moment that made us cry. They eventually accept Claudia back into their fucking in-group, and they all say a poem together.
2: Are you talking about the poem that Claudia makes them? Yeah, Claudia
1: makes them read a poem. She hands out. Yeah, it's weird. She hands out like it's super weird. And I didn't, I want to be very, very clear on this. I didn't physically cry or come close to it, but it was the closest that I came out of this book. It was a
2: weird poem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's weird that it made you cry. It didn't make me cry. I didn't cry. She, ha- she has this bag of Hershey Kisses, and she knows there are no Hershey Kisses in them. She <laughs> writes her apology yeah. to
2: the group out in four
1: parts. Yeah. Five parts. And she labels them one, two, three, four, five. Right.
2: And then she makes all of her friends read her apology to them.
1: And it fucking rhymes.
2: Yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. She just sort of makes... Her friends
1: apologize on her behalf. It's so interesting because Claudia is this blank slate. Yeah. Like the oh, written God. word totally. is her enemy. She yes. can't write. She has a hollow book in her room. People write her blank notes and leave them in her house. And when she tries to speak, she makes others speak for her. Isn't that fucking crazy? Her apology, her act of contrition is other people saying her fucking apology for her. Let me read this. All right, well, try to make it scan too, because that that was the reason why I couldn't get a full cry worked up is it fucking doesn't scan
2: okay i reached under my bed and pulled out a hershey kisses bag i held the bag out everyone has to take one then i offered the bag to christy she reached in and pulled out a folded piece of paper everyone else did the same now i said who has the paper with the number one on it i do said don unfolding the note okay you read yours first then whoever has number two read yours and then three and four okay don don cleared her throat. throat friends she announced reading the title long ago in another time, I had four friends, and they were mine. Don stopped and looked around. Oh, said Stacy, um, then I found an artist who said I am good, and so are you. Ugh. So I followed her here, and followed her there, read Christie, and round and round everywhere, she giggled. But went on Marianne, she was false, and it took you to show me friends that are really true. I guess I spoke up. That's my way of saying I'm sorry. It's she just so weird. forced she, all of her friends to apologize
1: on her behalf. Claudia is a difficult character. Yeah, she's dumb and boring. This is weird because you used to be a big fan of Claudia.
2: Well, I still am a fan of Claudia from my most cherished and familiar perspective, Yeah, which is that of Christy, her best friend, man. Yeah. In Christy's eyes, Claudia's an angel.
1: Man, I don't know who I am anymore. I know who you are. Who do you got?
2: Janine Kishi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Or maybe Ashley Wyeth.
2: <laughs> you dress weird. You dress like a doll. You're always talking about art. Yeah. <laughs> You're always pushing me to be my best, like that mean man from
1: mean <laughs> man <laughs> drum movie. Listen, well, we didn't talk about Andrew Wyeth the painter. You know the painting Christina's world? That's Wyeth? Yeah, that's Wyeth. That's a good painting. It's I've a, seen it's that. Fucking MOMA. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's an awesome painting. It's yeah, for for the listeners, for baby nation out there, Wyeth. So the reason we're talking about it is that Ashley Wyeth is her name, and they're like, oh, oh, Wyeth, just like the painter Wyeth, which is pretty impressive for thirteen-year-olds, especially idiot thirteen-year-olds, especially like Claudia. fucking morons like Claudia. Uh, but so there's a lot of there's a little bit of Wyeth talk. And Wyeth painted Christina's World, which you will recognize because it's a, one of the great American paintings. Right. And Beautiful. A, like, a, it's gorgeous. It's a young girl who's lying down in a wheat field looking at a farmhouse. Off and the distance. It's, she's wearing a, star, a brilliant pink dress in an yeah. otherwise stark landscape. Yeah, and she's it's modeled after a girl who had polio and couldn't walk properly. And so it's the world from her point of view. It's this weird sort of magical realism, which I think that Ashley does try to represent she's trying to get claudia out of her bullshit like one-to-one relation between symbol and reality <laughs> you got it you got to come in hot with the with the rhetoric right the last second huh i'm just saying Claudia's like uh i just want to pay just people yeah and ashley's like ashley says some cool shit and we're gonna wrap up pretty no soon.
2: don't paint people no, here's some,
1: I want to say... Because I want to say some of the cool shit. Because I don't think we've done justice to how cool Ashley is. She's not cool. So everybody's looking at their watercolors in the art class. Yeah. In the eighth grade art class. Ashley points at her own watercolor and she says, Now that is innovation. <laughs> uh, another thing she does is... she's sounds like such a dude. Again, these fuckers are in eighth grade. These fucking kids are in eighth grade. Claudia's like, oh, you're going to love our art class. Mrs. Baith is the best. And Ashley's like, uh, what are her credentials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where did she study? And Claudia's like, what? She's our art teacher. <laughs> We're like eighth graders. And Ashley's like, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's the Sorbonne. <laughs> yeah. But one final thing that Ashley says that is where we'll probably end this episode. Okay. I'm an artist and my craft is my calling.
2: Yeah. Just it.
1: like us. Just like us. With
2: this podcast.
1: You know what? So here's what I would do if I were you right now. Yeah. I would take that excellent segue and go in a different direction. Okay. But I'm not going to. We are two artists because I'm an artist. Yeah. You're an artist. Just like us with this podcast. Which is our art. Yeah. Which is our craft. Yeah. Which is our calling. Yeah. Which is our truth. Yeah. I've been Jack Shepard. I've been Tanner Greenring.
2: No, wait. We swapped roles.
1: We haven't swapped personalities. You can still say that you're who you are, but you're leading the charge.
2: This has been, I've been,
1: Tanner Greenring. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do, isn't it? <laughs>
2: so used to following your lead. I've been Tanner Greenring.
1: I've been Jack Shepard. this has been
2: the Babysitter's Club Club. Join us next week when we are reading the super special number one Something, steak Jake and steak the boys, <laughs> and the boys from the bar. Let me bar. Take a run another run at that. Cut all that up. I've been Tanner. Uh, th- it's hard to do, isn't it? This, this has been <laughs> a Babysitters Club. <laughs> Shut special. up. Special. <laughs> this has been the Babysitters Club. Club. Yep. I've been Tanner Greenring. I've been Jack Shepherd. Next week we've got a special surprise for yeah. the Bubba Bubba Nation. Yep. Uh, we're going to be reading a super special Babysitters Club book, mm-hmm. and we will have a super special guest guest Babysitters Club expert on. Yeah, to to help facilitate discussion of. We're very
1: excited about this. It's going to be our first ever guest on the podcast, a genuine Babysitters Club expert. Yeah, uh, somebody who brings a lot of knowledge to the table.
2: Um, Malcolm Gladwell says you have to put ten thousand hours. Yeah. Into something to be an expert.
1: Yep. Uh, you and I have put what. Eight to 9,000 hours, but not... Not quite there yet. Not quite there yet.
2: This guest we have coming on? Yeah. Bonafide expert.
1: Yeah. Next week. Next week. Do you want me to do it? No, we it's done. We already did it. Okay. We've done it. Great. So that's it. All right, well, goodbye, everybody.
2: Oh, goodbye, everyone. Uh, Claudia... There we go. ...is wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you think, boys... Had just been invented. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
1: Check my levels. Um, I'm here with Beefsteak Jake.
2: Hey, it's me, Beefsteak Jake. Uh, Beefsteak.
1: Yeah. Uh, you have unexpectedly become a national phenomenon.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, can you give us some insights into your rise, how this happened, who you are, why, sure. why I mean, everyone's talking about you? It's right all now?
2: one and the same, man. I'm just a real hunky dude and people are really into that. So I think I've just grown into the role of America's sweetheart. Yeah. Beefsteak Jake, real hunky dude.